the tigers avenue tonight i uh, appreciate all y'all joining in it's gonna be a great show tonight uh got a little it. special guest in here uh the the mr luke holman gonna have him in here in just a few moments gonna ask him about uh his journey uh from alabama to lsu and uh all great things um uh we also have to talk about man uh i mean how abysmal today was uh, and the absolute disaster fight. <laughs> um, so, well, can you hear You're me? You're not overreacting a little bit, are you, Reagan? Zach, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. You, okay. I'll just make sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, man, I mean, it's just going to be the worst <laughs> thing ever. So we'll talk about it. I mean, season's already falling apart. So. Anyways, oh, and of course, we will uh, continue our position group coverage. Uh, we got the linebackers tonight. Uh, really excited about uh, discussing the linebackers. Obviously, there's some uh, great talent uh, within it. So um, we got to make sure uh, we cover all that. And um, uh, some of those linebackers were involved in the scuffle today. So, Zach, without further ado, Let's bring in Mr. Luke Holman. We got him in here. Can you hear us, Luke? Oh, can't hear us. We can't hear bear, him. Bear with us, folks, while we figure out the technical stuff here. Let's Luke, see. can you hear us? Don't think you can. Luke, maybe try to uh, try to exit and then rejoin. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's I think you got that. All right. Well, folks, we'll we'll get to uh, uh, Luke here in just a second. Um, part we pre- we apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay, I think we're good now. That's my bad. Yeah. No, no problem, man. You're no good. problem. You're good, man. No problem at all. Appreciate you doing this, Luke. How are you, man? Happy to be here. I'm good. How about you guys? Doing great. Doing great, man. Hey, we got a couple questions for you tonight, uh, um, and uh, maybe the fans will as well. well. We'll pop those comments up and and read them off to you. If anybody's got any questions in the comment section, uh, go ahead and drop that in there. Hashtag Ask Luke. Uh, so any questions for Luke, drop them in there. Uh, but we got a question, couple questions we want to shoot at you first, Luke. Zach, why don't you why don't you kind of uh, lead us off there with first question for Luke? Well, Luke, uh, I mean, obviously this offseason, Jay Johnson has really done a phenomenal job at going into the portal and getting pitchers. Um, you obviously lost a few 
key guys, uh, Ty Floyd exits, Paul Skeens exits, Riley Cooper exits, and some other guys exit as well. And um, now it looks like the pitching staff could be potentially the strength of the team this year after adding a few guys. Of course, uh, you know, your teammate, uh, Kate Woods, came along with you. Um, and and so now it's it's looking like it could be the strength of the team next year. What is it like for you and your mentality as you head into next season and you prepare to kind of uh, compete uh, with the pitching staff uh, in order to try and figure out where you need to play a role at? Um, my mentality is I just want to get like better and help the guys around me get better. If you know it's playing with good guys, you know, you know, live abs and stuff like that, you know. Hopefully they hit some balls off me so I can learn, hey, maybe don't hang it around the plate or something like that. So just, you know, getting better is the mentality I'm getting. So, Absolutely. So, Luke, I mean, you're from Pennsylvania originally, correct? Yeah. So making that move from Pennsylvania to Alabama, I mean, was it a bit of a culture shock? I mean, what was that like? Um, I mean, that's, that's a long trip there. So I I used to make Alabama trips like every year. Okay, right? okay. From there, so I go down there, come back home. So I was used to the driving, and yeah, I was like, I got recruited there, and I was like, you know, what? I don't really think about Alabama baseball, and I was like, I checked it out, and then the campus was nice and everything, so I ended up going there. So sure, sure, sure. Well, I, so I guess it wasn't as bad as maybe um, some people would think since you've been around it a little bit. Uh, Zach, what you got next? Well, I mean, now he's got to go to a different culture in Louisiana. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Luke, have you gotten the chance to kind of, you know, get used to what you're going to be, you know, seeing in Louisiana, yeah. the culture, the fans? I mean, it's it's a lot to handle. It can be. Yeah, it is. Uh, we went there, played there, and that was probably the most fun three days I had playing against LSU. I didn't even play that wow. game. I was just watching. So, yeah, it's definitely fun. And Kate's from – louisiana so he tells me a lot about it so it's yeah. good him you know buddies to be talking about it for sure I'm yeah sure absolutely massive. so speaking of kate i wanted to ask you a little bit about him you know as lsu fans we're, we're curious what are we all what are we getting out of kate since you know him what are we getting out in kate as a pitcher uh hard-working kid i mean he's gonna be a lot he's gonna be used a lot this year and he's gonna put the work in and it's gonna show up on the field so you know, awesome. we're, we're going to be deep. Our pitching staff's going to be deep this year. So, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Awesome. Awesome. So, hey, we already got some comments in here shooting in with some questions. Luke, if you don't mind, uh, we'll we'll ask those to you. Ask to, uh, Robert. Robert says, hashtag ask Luke, what made you choose LSU from the portal? And what what's your favorite thing about LSU that made you came aboard? Um. Jay, he's been talking to me ever since I hit the portal, and yeah, he's a huge reason I went there. And you know, before I even came on campus, he was awesome, and I was like, I like this place a lot. And Kay was going there, that helped a lot. But when I actually got on campus, I was like, this place feels like home, and I wouldn't mind spending another year or two here. That would be amazing. So yeah, just the fans too is the fans, even even on the other team and. Just being there, I'm like, it'd be awesome to play in front of 13,000, 14,000 people a game. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that, 
Zach, I think ahead, that's kind of what the next person's kind of getting out there is like, yeah. when did you hold this is Holden Lee, by the way, in the comments. Like, when was your decision? What made you uh, uh, finally make that decision? Because obviously you were entertained by a couple schools, you know, yeah. when you enter the portal. But ultimately, when did you make that decision? He, he asked, was it when you were on your visit or did it all come all the way to the end? Uh, it was probably a couple of days after my visit. I couldn't really have a fresh mind because everywhere I went, I was like, oh, this place is nice. So I kind of want to get home for a couple of days and, you know, think over what place is, you know, comfortable. Sure. And what, you know, we're going to win and stuff. And then the other place is, hey, do I know any people there? And Cade was definitely a big reason I came. So that's awesome. Awesome. I gotta, I gotta know, Luke. What, what is Jay like on the recruiting front when he's, when he's making his pitch, you know, and he's, he's trying to get you to come along. What is, what is that? Uh, what is, what is his personality like? That's what I'm interested in. Uh, he's great. He's straightforward, and you know, anything he says, it's like, yeah, I, I believe in that. So, what's he like? Hey, you know, we won a national championship, so maybe you want to come over. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> cool. That's awesome. Be able to talk to him and. You know, that's they know how to win, so hopefully they can get me better and win some more games. So, so I'm curious. You know, obviously we had a a, a pitching coach change this off season. Uh, did did that kind of play a factor into your recruitment at all? And 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 were, are you excited to work with Nate Yeski now that he is uh, the coach? And, and maybe have you heard of Nate Yeski or met him in any way yeah. uh, beforehand? When I entered the portal, portal, he was probably one of the first people to call me while he was at A and M. So I okay. kind of, you know, you know, reaching out to them. I was talking to them, and when he moved, I was like, I knew him before, so it didn't really change my mind and stuff like that. So it was great knowing before. Which is yeah, great. absolutely, absolutely. So uh, on a more serious note, Luke, uh, and obviously, I mean, you don't have to share about much of this at all, but. Obviously, Alabama went through a pretty tough time this this past season, uh, losing their coach, uh, y'all's coach. I mean, mid season with everything that happened. I, I mean, how and what's crazy? I mean, I know you were you eventually hit the portal, but like the team seemed to rally together and and played some really awesome baseball. I mean, there for a minute, Alabama was uh, playing its best baseball all season. You know, yeah. what was that like, and, and how were y'all able to, in the midst of that, this like that, that you know, turmoil, able to kind of rally together and play like that? Because y'all were playing some phenomenal baseball. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, LSU just sweeped us. And then, you know, we, like, let's not make, let's not make this thing like affect the rest of our season. Cause we yeah. saw the go. And yeah. we're like, hey, we got three more series, SEC series left. Let's make the best of it. And, I think that team was kind of special and kind of character. We had a lot of character on the team, so they were able to, you know, you know, a lot of older guys that definitely helped, you know, teach the younger guys a lot. So they kind of, you know, let's get together even more and push through this and play our best baseball. So, that's what happened. yeah, so it was you, pretty you, awesome though. By the by, the, sorry Zach, sorry to cut you off, but it it was an awesome like show of resilience honestly i was kind of pulling for alabama there for a while because it was really awesome yeah. to watch it was cool and, and to see you know y'all kind of work through that you know and accomplish some of y'all's goals um for for this past season that kind of leads me into, into my next question like what are some of your goals for this upcoming season obviously we're working with nate yeski 
Uh, he's going to be working with you a ton uh, to perfect your game and get you get you ready for the big leagues, right? And get you ready for uh, Major League Baseball. But um, what are some personal goals for you that you would like to work on this season and um, that you would like to see succeed? Um, I've always been a skinny kid, so my first goal has always been eat a bunch of f- my food. My dad's been telling me food, so the fall is just to get bigger, but pack on the pounds. Well, it's just to perfect every pitch I throw, so yeah, it's a draft and you got perfected. And you know, by the draft, I want to be you know, heavier weight and perfect every pitch and throw it wherever I want anytime in the count. So Awesome, awesome. All right, hey, Luke, I think I got one more question for you, and Zach does as well, uh, just kind of wrap things up here. Um, so, Luke, what is your mix of pitches like? I mean, we we didn't get to see you in the LSU series. Obviously, we're LSU fans, so we're not, like, watching Alabama baseball all the time. So, I mean, what do you have kind of in your bag of tricks that, that you like to throw? What's your best pitch? We know you have, a, a, you know, an awesome fastball. I mean, we, we, we saw that and heard about that in the portal. Uh, but, but I mean, what else do you have that, that you can throw uh, and that you like to throw? I've always thrown my a 12-6 when I was younger, and now it's still – it's a really good pitch. But I just picked up – man, these lights. Uh, I just <laughs> no problem, uh, I picked up right for the season a slider, and – Okay. It's my best pitch. I've had the most swing and misses with it, and it's probably I wouldn't be today. Like I wouldn't have, like be as good today without it. So definitely the slider was a big pitch. And then about three weeks before the playoffs, I picked. I started throwing a split finger, and it's been really good. So I'm excited to bring that in to the arsenal this year. That's awesome. So I mean, I mean, you're looking at like man, potentially four pitches, a four pitch mix this coming season. Uh, would be awesome, and 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 you know we know you were kind of Alabama's ace, and man, we would love to see you uh, in the weekend rotation this upcoming year. We're excited for you, Zach. You got one more. So obviously you love baseball, but we also want to know a little bit more about you personally. Like, what do you enjoy outside of baseball? What What are some of your hobbies that you're like when you're like I'm not I'm thinking about baseball. I'm not thinking about school. I just want to chill and do this. What is uh- that? I've picked up golf. I've been trying to play a lot of golf as much as possible, and I heard there's a lot of good uh, courses down there. So I was like, "Hey, I, I got to get my golf game good." So I've been playing a lot of golf. So I'm excited to come down there and play. I can't well, do it myself, man. I, I I just dig holes out there. I, I'm just out there just digging <laughs> holes, man. I, I I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a super like man. Watching it, I, I love watching golf, and, and I love playing golf, but, man, it can be the most frustrating sport, uh, I, I think, to play uh, it because it, it's just so hard. You, you know, watching, like, the, the pros do it, you think, oh, man, I, like, I think I could do something <laughs> similar to that. And yeah. You go out there, and you absolutely do not do anything close to that. So uh, tip yeah. of the cap to you, man. I, I, maybe that can better your patience because I don't have the patience. To do Someday. It hate it but yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely hey luke we appreciate you coming on appreciate you taking time out of your your evening to come and hop on here hey oh, yeah. we are glad you are a tiger man and we're looking forward to watching you pitch this upcoming season uh for in sure. the purple and gold looking forward to it man that it too thank you for having me appreciate you man good to have you yeah, thank go you. Ahead.
All right, guys. Luke Holman, brand new pitcher in uh, Jay Johnson's Portal King uh, uh, slew of of pools. Luke Holman is is the newest one. Uh, obviously, uh, a very talented pitcher, and we're excited to see him in the purple and gold. Appreciate him coming on here uh, and answering all our questions. Uh, appreciate that, RP. Great interview. We, we love having guys on here and just getting to know them a little bit better, uh, trying to get some insight. That's what we love to do uh, when we bring guys on here. I, I mean, obviously, we want to ask them about LSU, but we do, Zach. I mean, I feel like I enjoy getting to know the person a little bit better than maybe even talking about LSU. Yeah, I mean, when you know, I always make it – you know, a must to ask them about, you know, what they enjoy outside of the sport. Cause like we are watching them and we follow them because of what we love. And that's watching them play the sport that they love. Um, but you know, there's always a lot of, there's always things outside of your passion that you love as well. Like, I mean, I love LSU. I love, I love obviously being a ministry, you know, that, um, yeah. but you know, some of my hobbies outside of those things are playing disc golf or it's, you know, now recently it's been watching UFC, right? Absolutely. I really, which I'm you so got glad me we got you on that. Finally. I'm so glad we finally got you on the UFC train, big, you know, last, big on the last UFC train now, uh, you know, what you see, you miss some great and boxing and boxing kind of now a little yeah. bit. I don't know if you've been on it as much, but. <laughs> MMA, boxing, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy that. Uh, I obviously enjoy um, anything, graphics, edits, video, videography. No, like, surely not. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know, in my free time, like, I'm doing one of those many things. You yeah. know, I, I've gotten into pickleball lately, Reagan. I don't know yeah. if you've heard That's of become very popular. Oh yeah, I mean it's very it's become popular. extremely popular yeah. popular around here. I, I think in the South as well, it's become extremely popular. So I don't know if our listeners have any clue what pickleball is, more but more. it's kind of like a combination of tennis and ping pong a little bit. Um, playing ping pong on a tennis court is what it looks like to me. I'm gonna be honest it's 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 a white it's a white boy sport like it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a white boy sport, man. Um, um, oh, you know, I, I go out there and I'm watching people I'm like, man, these people are white. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But uh, I enjoy it. Country club. Yeah, it's and it's. You know, I feel like I feel like the rednecks. Like whenever you know they get done doing whatever they're doing, they're like, let's go play some pickleball, right? <laughs> but okay. hey, 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 it's fun. RP just sent in a, a little a comment. I got a comment on that. I got. He asked me to give me your thought. I, I want to give my thoughts on that for sure. Oh, okay. See, I first, have, you're gonna first have and to foremost, for this one. yeah, Zach doesn't. Uh, I mean, in terms of MLB, I don't watch a lot of MLB, but I know Zach probably hasn't seen this either. But I, I have. Um, first and foremost, H- Jose Ramirez got a. He's got a mean right hook. That, that's <laughs> first and foremost. Mean right hook. Uh, speaking of UFC, <laughs> that is yeah. Speaking of UFC and boxing. That is the first time I have ever seen a brawl and someone like actually been dropped by a punch. <laughs> like first time ever. Usually it's a lot of swing and miss. All right. First, uh, well, m- maybe I should retract my first statement because I don't know if the hook was that great. Maybe Tim Anderson's just soft because it didn't look like it was that bad of a punch. And he caught him just like right here. It was like he caught him in the temple or something. And Tim just said, 
<laughs> and just fold it, man. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So, to me, it, I, I don't know. It, it, I just felt like it make them, makes them look more stupid than anything. I, I feel like that's mean, <laughs> but it, it just looks stupid to me, honestly. Like, well, it was that's that, a- like you said, it's a lot of swing and missing, and, and that's yeah. how it started. And yeah. here's the reality. Jose Ramirez got lucky. Like the dude was being pulled back by someone in the middle of his swing, and it was just like a, and it just so like happened a, to catch Tim Anderson's chin, and made him fall. But the, the oh my gosh, you RP, you're reading my mind. <laughs> you're li- I was literally about to say that it does not top the Bautista Odor. I mean, that is the best one for. I mean, that's the best one. That's the only palace, and. Well, yeah, Malice the Palace, obviously. That Malice the Palace was pretty that big. Was, that was a little bit. That was a little bit different, though. That was like almost a, a riot within a basketball yeah. game. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't it, like a, in terms of like scuffles on on in in Major League Baseball. Uh, Bautista and Odor are, are is is definitely the best one ever because. I, 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 mean, I just don't keep up with MLB baseball as much, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I used mean, to I watch either. the Cardinals a lot when I was in college, but nah, yeah. just not anymore. But speaking uh, but, of fights, Reagan. Yeah, speaking of fights. But real quick, though, Zach, uh, on the note of golf, he mentioned golf, and I was going to say this, but we got to talk about other things. Um, a buddy of mine from high school, Zach, and, and, and man, I, I, I am disappointed in him. This he is always a, interesting. He is a, a huge – oh, it is very interesting. Oh, is this a Thornberry? No. Okay. His name is Jacob Lammy. Okay. He's a huge Mississippi State fan. He is a big-time golfer. Uh, in fact, I think he plays at Mississippi State uh, in some form or fashion. Guess who Homie ran into on the golf course? Who? Brian freaking Kelly. And got to, have, got to have a 15-minute conversation with Brian Kelly. I know he messaged you immediately. Hold him about me like, like me and Jacob growing up in high school always back and forth LSU and state and obviously LSU from like 99 till whenever it was like beat beat Mississippi State for like 15 years straight and it wasn't till my like junior year in high school that state finally broke that streak uh, so he really had no leg to stand on like our entire <laughs> like so yeah but no. he tells Brian Kelly about like our back and forth rivalry through all of our childhood. And he left out one small detail. The fact that we have a LSU podcast. <laughs> I was like, bro, you missed the opportunity to help me out in a huge way. Yeah, that's brutal. Man. But he literally sent me a video of Brian Kelly teeing off. Oh, my God. Like, literally. Awesome. Reggie, me a video. Can we, can we get that video? Uh, it was on you Snapchat. You can pull it up. I, I might, I might could, but uh, it was Share on screen. Let, let me Share up. screen. Airdrop it, and we're going to show it later. Let, let, I'll, I'll, yeah, so we'll, we'll have to show it later. But, yeah, he Air literally had it. We're, 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 we're showing it. We're going to watch Brian Kelly oh, I have it. off. I have it. I Let's have go. It. I literally have it. Airdrop so, that joint. In, anyways, anyways, he, he failed to mention that, you know, about Jacob, Tigers. Um... You are a failure. Disappointed. That video to use real quick, but anyways, just an interesting story. When I thought about golf, 
you know, that it made me think of that. So that's cool. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Let's Zach. Uh, we do. We do need to talk about fights though. Um, <laughs> fall camp fight. Um, LSU is oh! falling apart. The world is falling apart and the, the chemistry go is bad. The team hates each other and LSU will not win a single game. That's the story <laughs> of the fall camp fight. You Everybody. heard it here first on Tigers Avenue. You heard it. You heard it. For, no, they probably heard it fifteen hundred times from us. Probably. Anyways, no. So a fight broke out today, obviously at fall camp. And look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Like, for, uh, we're being sarcastic, obviously. If you didn't pick up on that, <laughs> <laughs> um, we are being sarcastic. <laughs> we are joking. Um. So, fought. Look, fall camp. Fight broke out, and I'm not gonna lie, Zach. From all indications, it was a fight. It was a fight. It, like it was a fight. Yeah. It was not a push and shove, you know, grab the face mask, uh, type ordeal. Like punches were thrown. Which you're wearing a helmet. You are stupid if you are throwing a punch. Uh, just had to throw that out there. Uh, but, but, um. I love my LSU Tigers. Love y'all. But, man, stop throwing punches on dudes who are wearing helmets. So, <laughs> uh, anyway. So, but look, it's it's hot, number one. It, it is very hot out there. It's humid. In, 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 we're in the middle of August. Louisiana heat is brutal. They're out there. They're in pads. They were playing 11 on 11. Well, maybe they weren't in pads. I'm not exactly sure. Um, They were doing 11 on 11. Sounds like Cordy Gelato. <laughs> uh, funny you mentioned Mississippi State. I went to high school with Jay Powell, closeout pitcher for Florida. Sweet. Sweet. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was fight broke out after uh, supposedly Malik Neighbors was was John with, with Harold Perkins. Uh, it escalated. Malik threw the first punch apparently. And then Kyron threw a punch. Um, of course, uh, the brawl broke out after that. Um, and it continued. Like, it wasn't just a, a – the, here was the issue, is it wasn't just a little scuffle that they threw a couple punches over. Like, 50, 60 people got involved with this. Like, like the whole crew was involved in this and eventually, like, you know, had to, like, get it under control. Uh, supposedly in the midst of it, Mason Smith bodied somebody. Um, and then it felt like it had calmed down and supposedly Major Burns threw a punch and it kind of kicked back up. So it lasted longer than it needed to be for a normal scuffle. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to act like, look, it was, it was just a little push and shove. Like it was a legitimate, like fight, but guys, <laughs> guys, it is fall camp. It's fall camp, and it's playing. We're playing football, and fights happen in camp all the time. There are guys who are passionate about the game. They're competitive, and in the in the reality of our world today, trash talking and whatnot is 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 very prevalent. I have no problem with it. Um, but it's very prevalent. And if you say something maybe a little bit too off and you're hot and sweaty and you're already wore out, 
in the middle of this August heat and you continue to go at it, I mean, things like it, it just happens, man. Like, let's not make more of it than it needs to be. Yes. And it, it lasted a little bit longer than it needed to be, really. It really did. I can understand a little scuffle, break it up, move on, but it lasted longer than it needed to. And and so, look, Malik Neighbors and Kyron Lacey were, were kicked out of campus, uh, or campus, uh, kicked out of practice. You're gone. <laughs> You're gone off the team. Uh, no, uh, they, they got moved out of practice for the day. Uh, Harold Perkins, I'm shocked, was not kicked out of, uh, of practice, but he was not allowed to take another rep. He, he stayed on the field but didn't take another rep. Uh, in fact, he tried to jump back out there, and BK told him to get his tail off the field. Um, so, look, guys, they're, they're 19, 20, 21-year-old guys being competitive, and it's also hot. They were outside, 11 on 11. Things got a little escalated. And it went further than it should have. Yeah. I don't want to make more about it than we need to. But, guys, literally the last time we heard about a pretty big fight in fall camp, you want to know who started it? His name's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and Patrick Queen got into a fight in fall camp. Like, it happens. And, in fact, it happens all the time. All the time. Uh, So, let's not act like – chemistry's off, all this stuff is bad, you know, like, it happens, first. Second, BK took it as an opportunity for a teaching moment. I mean, it lasted too long. So once, you know, once they were sent off and everything, he called everybody in, stopped the practice, corrected the guys. According according to, like, Savion Jones and Mason uh, Taylor – uh, who who were uh, with the media today after practice? BK just essentially told them, "Hey guys, we've got to respect the brotherhood. We've got to remember we are brothers, and we've got to respect each other. Let's leave that. Let's leave that for the opponents. Let's not let this happen between us." Correct. And he took it as a moment to remind guys of leadership and respect for each other. So it was a teaching moment. But, guys, Brian Kelly was not happy. He was not happy with how long that scuffle lasted. So, I don't expect that to happen again. Like, I expect that there is going to be some inter-squad punishment, you know, things like, uh, you know, from my day, I I don't know if they still do this, but, like, you're going to be doing some bear crawls, a little scaldy dog. You're going to be suicides, whatever, you know, 100-yard dash, you know, probably some stuff like that, some conditioning stuff. They'll settle it and move forward. And that's essentially yeah. what, what BK's message was. They're competitive guys. Like, let's not make more of it than it actually is. Zach, do you have any thoughts? on? I know you weren't. Zach was at work today, so he wasn't able to keep up with all of it. But do you have any thoughts on it? Well, I, d- I did do a lot of catching up on the way back home okay, uh, with that. So, um my thing was, you know, BK mentioned the brotherhood, right? Respect the brotherhood, right? Man, this this is a team. It, and not only is it a team, it's a family, right? Yeah. Um, when you're this tight-knit, when you're this close in proximity, when you're with each other this much, um, you know, you're, you're family. You're family, whether you like it or not. Um, in, in one aspect or the other. And you're not family in the aspect of like me and you family, but you get what sure, I'm saying. Sure. 
Yeah. Um, the thing that I want to say is like this happens with with that age group. Like, let me. Okay, so me and my buddy Austin Lewis, I call yeah. him Louie. We are the bestest of best of friends. We in college became best buds. Yeah. Um, because we were so alike, we had so many interests that were similar. I mean, we are people and you can ask people from college. We are the same person. Like (laughs) we are the same person. You can, you can ask, you can ask Louie himself. Um, and he would tell you like, yes, like me and Zach are the same person. Um, (laughs) and we love each other. I mean, we're bros, right? We've got that brotherhood. We've got that bond. Like he's my boy, right? We've got that bond. But when you, here's the thing, because we're so similar, we're, we're similar in athleticism. We're similar in stature. Yeah. We're similar in our personalities. A lot of times we got pitted against each other in sports. Yeah. And it didn't go well. <laughs> like we love each other. We're bros. But when we were put into a sports competitive game of any kind, Bro, and we were against each other. We were at each other's throats. Yeah. At each other's throats. And talking trash. Um, and they would get heated. And we'd get mad. We would get really mad. Now, I can luckily say it never came to the point of us throwing a punch. <laughs> it didn't get physical. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, there was times where we, you know, we had to take a break, like, a couple of days from each other because we were so mad at each other. Just from an hour of being with each other and playing in an, and being in a competitive atmosphere, right? Like that happens. Yeah. That happens. And it wasn't it even like through organized sports. Like, <laughs> yes, it happens. And I've been playing basketball where I suit, where I saw two guys that are best friends start throwing hands at each other because <laughs> they were upset and, one thought he fouled, and the other was like, "No, I didn't foul you." Like, like it happens in sports. It's competitive nature. Yeah, it is a it is a competitive nature. So yeah. I got to be honest with you, Oregon. Like hearing about this fight that happened, and I get it. It was a fight. Like it's a scuffle, right? I I understand it that. It happened. But like this isn't a like a hit. I think to the overall goals no. or to or to the potential success of this team. Like, that's not going to happen. Is it concerning? Yeah, a little bit. It's a little concerning. Um, you don't want to see guys throwing hands, throwing punches at, at, at your brothers, at your, at your guys that you're going to war with uh, side by side. But it's something that they can work out. I mean, you got you to gotta vent those frustrations. You got to – and yeah. as, we, as we've known, you know, it's been kind of one-sided at camp yeah. right now. Right, it's been sure. kind of one-sided. Yeah. The offense has been kind of dominating things right now. Yeah, sure. Um, sure. that probably plays a factor. I mean, the defense is probably tired. They're probably wore out. They're probably tired of getting getting beat. They probably they probably hear the media. I'm not sure, you know, how much they, you know, actually listen or at all uh, if they do. But I'm sure that they're, you know, they. I mean, they know they're not dumb. They know yeah. that it's kind of a struggle right now. And, and there's probably some frustrations there, 
Um, and then no, no. also like when you're on the other side of it and you're on the winning side and you're like, man, we're just, you know, we're dominating. Like, you know, then you get a little bit hyped up. You get a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit, big headed, big headed. And you start to start <laughs> talk that smack. So like, that's part of sports, man. That's a part of sports. I, I'm not concerned at all. I mean, is there a little concern in the moment? Yeah. But in the big scheme of things, am I concerned? Am I worried? No. I'm going to go to work tomorrow, and I'm not going to think about this fight that happened today. Like, I, I, it's going to they're it's gonna move on. And I guarantee you that that is the message being pushed um, with, with BK and with the coaching yeah. staff. Like, That'll your brothers, up. let's move past this. Let's, let's for, you know, I if will. it's that bad, forgive one another, move forward. You know, maybe there's a team meeting. Maybe they have they may have already had a team meeting. Um, I would assume that maybe you know, there's probably gonna be uh some sort of conversation that is had about it. And then yeah. it's okay, let's yeah. move on. There it's not well, gonna be something that they're gonna harbor on. So why yeah. in the world should we as podcasters, YouTubers, media, whatever you want to call us, why should we harp on it? Because they're not going to. The season's falling apart. Now I think the only issue uh is it was some of your leaders like Malik, Kyron, you know, obviously two leaders in the L, the the uh, wide receiver room. Kyron is a senior. Malik's probably your lead guy his draft year. Harold obviously is, you know, club name now. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and of course, Major Burns is uh, a senior as well. So, look, they'll, they'll work it out. Got to look, got to have some. Yeah, if they didn't have media access like they – yeah, correct. It, it, it would have been a no, problem. I mean, Adam's point on, if there's no media, you probably don't hear about it at all. Yeah. But it, it's – look, it, it, it's fine. Let's let's not freak out about it. They they will handle it. They they will move on. You take the pads off. You take the helmet off. Um, You, you, you calm down from the competitiveness and, and pull yourself out of that situation. And they're probably, you know, cutting up. And, and perfectly fine in the locker room afterwards. Like, it just is what it is. They got to cool off for a second. And, and and they literally have to cool off because they're out there in the heat. And so that plays a factor in it too, guys. I mean, they're wore out and tired in the heat. Get a little chippy, moving on. So, moving on. But I do want to – the fight happened. Media covers it. So, we figured we would talk about it a little bit and let you all know we're not worried about it. So, we don't think any of y'all need to be worried about it. And based on what the comments are saying, none of y'all are. So we're good. I mean, that's just sports. Uh, it, it is what it is. But, Zach, I do want to talk about fall camp itself a little bit briefly here. I know we're, we're, we're kind of pushing time here, but that's fine. We'll talk about it briefly. Um, from all indications, you, you, like you already said, Zach, you kind of hinted at this already. Guys, the offense is firing on, like, all cylinders. All cylinders. They they are they are killing it. Um and like Zach said, that may have played a little bit into that. But offense was killing it and has been killing it. And I think that's a positive for us as as fans. Uh it looks like the receivers and Jaden are are really rocking together. Even Garrett Nussmeyer. Like I'm really excited about Garrett Nussmeyer. 
solely because of what we've been seeing him in camp. Like, man, if, if Jaden goes down, it's not a huge fall off. And I'm excited hit for him in the future just from what we've been seeing. It looks like he's really made some improvements and made some strides. But the offense is killing it, guys. And I'm super excited about what this offense can do. Number one, you have more tight ends. So you're going to see more two tight ends set uh, in, in the offensive scheme, whereas last year you didn't have that like at all. Um, so there's going to be a lot of different new options with what they've done uh, in the portal and in recruiting. Uh, obviously, guys that you've had on the team like Malik and Kyron and, and uh, uh, BT, like, man, they've been balling. And Mason Taylor and – that's really awesome to see. It looks like the offense is going to have no problem this year putting up points. Uh, some things of note, though, while uh, we were seeing Josh Williams kind of being the the, the lead guy uh, out of the running back room, Logan Diggs was the one who got the start. We've been telling y'all to kind of take those these things with a grain of salt because, like, you know, tomorrow, you know, or, or whenever camp, you know, next practice. It could be John Emery. It could be John Emery or or Noah Kane. So, but it was Logan Diggs. Another thing is media availability. Uh, got to watch um, some special teams, guys. <laughs> guys, we're gonna have to hold on to our seats again <laughs> because it's the first week. It's the first week. <laughs> uh. There was like apparently, they, th- apparently there's a bunch of muffs. There bunch was like three, ones. three muffs. Uh, look, <laughs> Aaron Anderson bobbled one, and then some of the other kind of guys where it felt like they were just kind of trying out there. I think it was like Javen Nichols, and I can't remember the other one, but they are trying out some things with special teams. They are definitely feeling that out. Um, you know, we talked about special teams and. You know, we talked about how we thought Aaron Anderson was going to play a big role in, in return. And I still think he does, but they are definitely testing their options. I, I mean, yeah. we're, we're talking like six, seven guys were tried out, like Aaron Anderson, uh, uh, Gregory Clayton, or Michael Clayton, whatever it is, uh, Javen Nichols, Jalen Brown, the freshman, number 14, Kyle Parker, the freshman from Texas. Um, so lots of guys are, are getting looks, um, at, yeah. at return, uh, and also like on kick return, you, you were seeing a bunch there too, including, uh, Noah Kane, Logan Diggs, um, I think Josh Williams as well. So like, like we talked about special teams, but it looks like it's still a work in progress. Um, also Jay Bramlett, you know, is last year we talked about how, uh, he really was like the most consistent guy in the entire uh, special teams group. He's going to be great again this year. Like I, I have no concerns whatsoever. But after Jay Bramlett is gone, we're going to be good with Peyton Todd. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he's got booting the crap out of the ball. Dude, like 70-yard punts today, like looking really solid. Um, so I'm really pleased to hear, uh, with, with that, like once you lose a punter, that's been so good. So consistent, it was like losing Zach Von Rosenberg. It's like, okay, who's next. Right. And then punting there for a little bit was kind of, eh. 
and it wasn't the best. Well, now you have Jay Bramlett, and he's been really solid and consistent, and you're like, okay, when he leaves, how's the punting going to be? How are you going to figure it out? It was, it was kind of like the same thing with when Avery Atkins left. Now we're still trying to figure out kickoff. Um, and, and when uh, – I want to say Cole Tracy – Cade York. Which one? Okay, was it? It was Cade York that was the longer one. Cole Tracy had the one great year, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I always get them backwards. I always want to flip. Yeah, Cole them Tracy too. was 2018, and then Cade York yes. was 2019 through 2022. Yeah, one yeah. of our best, probably our best kicker. 2021. I'm sorry, probably the best kicker LSU's ever had. Um, but, but, um, it looks like we're gonna have a great transition in terms of punter. Like, no, no problem whatsoever. So some look as so far that's kind of what we've been getting uh, out of out of um, fall camp uh, maybe so to just to name a few specific people um, uh, that have kind of been highlighted and I'll, I'll highlight this group the offensive line yeah like it was good last year once we finally settled our rotate like our our guys in. But the offensive line, y'all, looks really good. good. Really good. It'll be exciting um, to get the feature though. Dominating. Dominating the defensive line. The only person that hasn't been really dominated is Mason Smith, which, by the way, Mason Smith bodied DJ Chester today. <laughs> I don't know why they had Mason Smith against <laughs> true freshman DJ Chester. But Mason Smith caught a body hey, It's today. a learning experience. It's a learning but, experience. Yeah, it's you live and you learn. You but Lance learn. Hurd, true freshman, bodied Deshaun Womack. True freshman mm-hmm. today. Uh, but to name one person in particular who I think could could make an impact in the seasons to come, maybe not this season, but maybe next, Bo Bordelon. Not the highest yeah. recruited guy, but has has worked his butt off and looks really improved. Looks really good. Got a pancake today. I'm drawing a blank against who it was was against, but but looks like he could be. Uh, um, he's definitely within the second group uh, of linemen. It was on uh, Quincy, Quincy Wiggins. That's correct. And then, um, like he could like next year be pushing for a starting spot. I think it's a little crowded right now, but next year he he could be potentially pushing for a spot once like. You know, Marlon Martinez, Charles Turner, Garrett Dellinger may, may may slip out after this year. You know, like maybe he could be pushing for a spot next year. Yeah. Uh, he looks really great, really great. So excited about what we've been seeing from the offense, fall camp, defense, got a good ways to go. It's only the first week. No sweat, though. Let's not let's not freak out about it. Uh, special teams got some stuff to work on as well. Because Lord see, knows we don't want to repeat those things. Did you see the uh, pitch and catch uh, all over social media with Aaron Anderson and Jay Daniels? Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Like, guys, uh, we talked about it last last uh, podcast, Zach. That, that Aaron Anderson is looking like he's going to be a threat in the slot. Yeah, and that 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 literal video showed you what he could do from the slot position. Yeah. Um. So pretty excited about about Aaron Anderson for sure. I mean, just. A great talent. I was so mad, so mad when, when he, he went, went to Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, because of the whole coaching change. I think everybody was. I mean, he he was kind of coming out. I mean, he wasn't the highest rated. Um, I, I forget who was the highest rated. Well, Shaz Preston was above him, but Aaron Anderson was highly recruited. 
Yeah, and but I think I remember hearing everybody saying like he's really like he's the guy. He's the guy to get out yeah. of the class yeah. uh, in Louisiana, and you didn't. But he's here now, and that's he, what matters. When he, when he committed, I was like, oh, thank the Lord! Like we finally got him back. I yeah. was so happy when he entered the portal. Uh, so glad to have him. He 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 was a tiger. He was a tiger. And then when of when when Ed got fired, he ultimately went to Alabama and literally was like, "If Ed's gone, I'm gone." Thank the Lord, it has worked out for him to come back to LSU. Uh, because man, I wanted him in a tiger uniform, and I'm really excited about what he could do this year. Right? Yeah. Um, let's get to a few comments, Reagan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A few comments, and then uh, we will hit a quick break after that. What we got in here? Kevin Ray said this happens in every camp. No big deal. Discussing the fight. Robert Absolutely. said, uh, RP said, put them on Oklahoma, an Oklahoma drill and let them go at it the right way. That's what I said. That's what I said. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Kevin said, man, y'all are blessed to be in Louisiana. I'm in Texas. I don't know if he's talking to Adams. Adams from Mississippi and me and you are from Mississippi. I'm not in Louisiana. I'm not, I think is RP, are you from Louisiana? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember if RP is from Louisiana or not. I think he is. I'm pretty positive he's from Louisiana. Um, but we're actually from Mississippi. So um, you know, we gotta tell you, we did live we did live in Texas. We did live in Texas. Look, look at mom, bring look at mom being nice, bring bringing dinner. Goat. Goat. Oh, she got ribs. She got ribs. Mom bringing ribs? <laughs> we ain't ribs with this dude. <laughs> goat. Look at her. Just coming up here. She's so nice. The goat of moms. She texts, you know, she texts me and she's like, hey, I got I got dinner. I'm like, okay, I'll grab some here in a little bit. I'm in the show. And then the next thing I know, here she is just setting a plate. Have a woman take care of you. Shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. <laughs> shout out, mom. Shout out, mom. Hashtag shout out, mom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you love your mothers out there, won't you <laughs> just brought you give us a ribs. give us a like and share wow. if you love your mothers out there? Um, wow, I'm excited now. I got ribs. We're gonna have to wrap this show up pretty quickly, man. I got ribs. <laughs> I got ribs and, and sweet tea, man. This is the southern thing, man. Sweet Zach, tea hey, and ribs. Hey, uh, before we hit a break, Zach, uh, there was one more thing that uh, I need to mention. Greg Brooks was was. Um, injured today. Left early in the practice. Don't know how severe it is. Uh, so something to keep an eye out there. And, did, and J.K. Uh, not, Johnson's Jake, uh, on a scooter. J.K. Johnson was on a scooter today uh, with his leg wrapped up, right leg. So some things to look out for. Hopefully, Greg Brooks is is nothing okay. serious, and he'll be yeah, ready for, for the season for sure. I thought we probably would have heard something about it yet already, but man, I, it was serious. But I don't want let's him. Hope not. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get a quick break, and we will come back and hit this preview uh, right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law.
right here. That was good stuff, man. Not only did I not only did I find out, you know, did I get ribs, I found out it's grandma's ribs. Oh boy. Yeah. Good stuff. Sarah, uh, Sierra and Noah, her boyfriend. That's all also, an LSU, also yeah. an LSU fan. She probably needs to marry him. I mean, he's an LSU fan, so an LSU fan. I mean, might as well. Might, might as, as well, well marry him. Um be a smart decision. They, they went and visited mom's side of the family and uh brought some ribs back. Very nice. So, Lucky good, man. Yeah. Lucky that's, man. That's good stuff. That's real good. All right, Zach. Let's get a little preview in here. The linebacker room, an exciting room. Um, lots of talent. You think? Um, some vet yeah, yeah. Um, lots of talent, lots of star power uh in the linebacker room. Zach, what are your thoughts on linebacker going into the season? Um so I do have a question. Let's. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna start it off with this. I'm gonna start off off with this question. Already, okay. we're gonna make a bet. Okay. Uh, although it probably won't be a much of a bet because I think we're both gonna go the same direction. Okay. Probably. <laughs> Unless I change it up. Let me see. Hold on. Let me look something up real quick. You say a few things, and then I will come right back. I, okay. I have to. I have to do a little bit of research real quick. Uh. Yeah. So my my thoughts are. Uh, um. Obviously, very excited of watching year two of Harold Perkins. But I think even more so, I am excited about what Harold Perkins can do okay. in his new position yep. Middle with Omar Spites, Spates, however it is, with him next to him. I think it is going to be a, a dynamic duo. Between now, remind me, Reagan, is – I can't, I'm going blank here for a second. Uh, Harold's going to middle or weak side? He's going to the middle. He's going to be in the middle of the defense. Middle, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think weak side's going to be Omar. Uh, if I had to guess, because he's not going to be the Jack. He's going to be your other one there. So Yeah, the Jack's going to be um, Gofu. Yeah, Ovi, right. It, yeah. He would be uh, the kind of – you're starting Jack. I guess that that position kind of gets grouped into yeah. linebackers, and and the, it depends on I guess kind of what set you're running. Yeah, because um, I kind of I put I pretty much put Ovia go through on in as defensive line, but yeah, it's kind of that standing up type. It's 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 interesting. Right, like like BJ Ojolari, you would typically say. You know, would play on the defensive line, but he was like, like technically your Jack linebacker. So, anyways, but see, see, Blake's got middle linebacker Omar Spates, weak side linebacker Harold Perkins. I don't. You're, know. He, he he's probably right now. He's right. He's he's right. Uh, um, That's what I thought it was. Omar is going to be kind of your commander of of the defense uh, in the middle there. Uh, with yeah, you know, when you say, I mean, obviously the Jack is going to be on the end. And then the other two guys are kind of being in the middle of the field. Kind of like last year when you had, it was like Baskerville and Penn. That, that's what you're going to be kind of looking at there. Um, so I, I'm excited about the two of them getting to play together. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that. I have so a what, what, what did you have to say? Yes. Okay. We're going to do an over-under. Okay. And I think I found my number that I want to pitch. Okay. Okay. Damone Clark in 2021 
had 135 tackles, led the nation, led the nation in the country wow. in tackles. Yeah. We know that Omar Spates is a tackling machine. Yeah. So, over or under, Omar Spates on the season, 120 tackles. Oh, 120. I thought you were going to go 135. That makes it harder. Dang. 120 tackles. That's. I was going to say 100, and then I was like, that's too easy. I, I'm going to go – I'd go over, like, easy. Yeah, I'd go over. But then I was like, let's – I need to make it more challenging. 120. Over, under, Omar <sighs> State's 120 tackles. Uh, uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. Me too. I'm going to take the under because he's playing next to Harold Perkins this year. Yeah. Uh, and, that, and that would be my reasoning. Uh, I'm gonna there's, say 118. There's gonna be a lot of tackles. Lots. A lot of tackles happening between those two. A lot. Uh, Man, if Andre tired. Sam is back and playing uh, safety like we've been hearing, he's been doing a lot it's of. Really been impressing. Yeah. Very impressive. Uh, he's a tackling machine as well. Yeah. It, it, he he was at Oregon State. I'm, I'm not taken away from Omar at all. I'm very excited about Omar and having him there. Um. He was at Oregon State, and obviously Oregon State doesn't have, like, the talent that LSU has on their defense. So maybe he doesn't get as many opportunities as he did at Oregon State. RP says he's going over. RP, I think, is very high on on Omar. He is shooting his shot with the comment before that one. He, I mean, RP, tell me, are you are you he, betting? Are you putting some oh, money down on that? You heard it first here. My bold take is that Omar is going to be SEC Defensive Player of the Year. That, that's what I was – yeah, that's what I was getting at. He's, he's shooting his shot there. Shooting his shot there, man. You got some money down on that? That's you put, good time. Let's put some money down on it, man. Hey, look, I, I ain't going to be upset about it. I ain't going to be upset about it. If you're yeah. right, I will be thrilled. Because if he's SEC Player of the Year with Harold Perkins next to him, shoot, shoot. That means they wreaked havoc all year long. All year long. Mm. All yep. year long. Yeah, but look, the, the linebacker room I'm excited about this year, uh, like the defensive line, you have a little bit more depth. Not as much as the defensive line. But you have a little bit more depth than you did last year. Last year, uh, you, you you were obviously rocking uh, with with uh, Baskerville and Penn as your middle guys there, yeah. and Harold Perkins was was kind of getting in that jack roll every now and then, that rush the quarterback style. And so, like your depth in the middle was was a little weak. It was because you kind of had like Penn and Weeks after that, and that was it. Yeah. Um, Oh, you did have Tolan as well, which, by the way, yeah. Tolan is no longer with Auburn. Imagine, uh, imagine if he had still had Tolan in this I, linebacker room. Like Tolan was a true freshman last year, and Harold Perkins shined as a true freshman last year. But Tolan was nobody to look over as a true freshman linebacker. Had some, great yeah. Like games. if you don't, if you don't have Harold Perkins, like Demario, we're we're talking a lot more about Demario Tolan. Yeah, yeah. I I I wish he would have stayed. I wish he would have stayed. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened over at Auburn. Um, supposedly there may have been some some family tragedy. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, but currently, currently, 
what I heard last is he's not with the team. Um, but obviously, if, if there's been some kind of tragedy, our thoughts, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, um, Tolan. But, man, I would love to have him back because he looked oh, really yeah. good last year. Yeah, he was. I was really high on him when we were recruiting he's got, him. He's got a good ceiling. Yes. I was high on him when we were recruiting him, and he came in and, like, Obviously, Harold kind of overshadowed him, but he had a great year as a true yeah. freshman. Really did. I mean, if it wasn't for Harold Perkins, we'd be talking a lot more about him. Um, so, but you have more depth this year. Obviously, you have West and Whit Weeks now both on the team, and you have Greg Penn, and you brought in Omar. Um, so you have um, a, a rotation now of guys. I mean, you have after Omar and Harold. Um, because Harold gets to play that that in the middle now alongside Omar, you have three guys behind them. So again, you have more depth to stay more fresh, uh, to be to to be more rotational. Um, because Baskerville I, I was on the field a lot last year, a lot, just like Makai. Obviously, he didn't play as much as Makai Wingo. Um, but he was on the field a lot. Um and obviously, Harold, it's not like the defensive line where you need to have to rotate them as much, but it's nice to have more depth in case injuries happen or, or something like that. So, Zach, I'm I'm pumped about the linebacker room. Obviously, there's star power, uh, but the depth is obviously going to be uh, a great thing. And the Weeks boys, uh, I think, are going to be a great rotational part of, of this defense. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I think, you know, I mean, last year when you think about the linebackers, I mean, it really – I mean, it was really four guys, right? Um, and that was really it. Um, and I don't know if you ne- even necessarily count Harold because of the position he was playing. Right. Um, but now you've got a little bit more depth. You've got a little bit more guys there. Um, and I am interested to see what the Weeks boys do. I think they're going to be very key. You know, last year they uh, – well, obviously it was only uh, – Wit back there last year, right? It was Wit Wit's the older one? I think it was West. West was back there. I thought it was Wit. I can't remember. Uh, I think Wit's the older one. I'll look it up real quick. Anyways, uh, the older the older weeks brother, um, you know he wasn't. I mean he he got in the game, but uh, he got in games, but he wasn't like a key key. It, West is the older one. Wit is okay, the West is the older one. Okay, you're right. Wit so, is now wearing number forty. Number forty. Um, so West, um, he he played in some games, but he didn't have like a major major role. I think his role definitely takes a step up this year and yeah. as a rotation piece. Um, see, Rob RP thought it was the same thing. He said West is the younger one. Well, uh, well, I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything. No, but. no, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> West is a junior, and 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 a wit is a freshman. Yeah, you're right. So, anyways, um, I really think um that that could potentially be um the strength of the team. I'm just really like there's some pieces to the defensive line, like Ovia Gofu. We haven't seen him play in an LSU uniform yet. Yeah. Um. You know, Savion Jones, we've seen him play, but and he had a good year last year. Uh, but how does he do in filling in at that defensive end? Starting uh, role. Yeah. In, that star, in a starting role now. Like Harold Perkins, we've seen. Greg, Greg Penn, we've seen. Omar Spates. Um, 
we haven't seen him in LSU uniform, but you just He's know the caliber of the caliber of opponent he is. Um, and and then obviously we, we've seen Wes as well. Like I think we've seen a little bit more, not much, but we've seen a little bit more from the linebackers experience wise. Yeah. Um, than we have the defensive line. Uh, Mason Smith's coming off injury. How does he look? I mean, he's going to be a freak. We know that. So, like, when it comes to, like, comparing – and we know that the secondary is the biggest question, right? We already know that. So, when it comes to, like, what unit is going to be the best unit on the defense, uh, I think it's between these two groups that we just discussed last week and yeah. tonight. Um, and it's 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 very debatable. It's very debatable. Um, I think I lean more towards the linebackers just because I feel like there's a yeah. little bit more experience there – um, from everybody that's returning because Her- you have Harold Perkins, who is arguably the best player defensively in college football. Maybe yeah. he makes makes a push towards best player in college football. Um, yeah. I think he's got a ways to go for that. But defensively, you know, he's arguably the best defensive player in college football. So you, yeah. you, you have that – when you have that guy in your unit, like, it's gonna you're gonna make a pretty good case that it's their best unit on the defense. No doubt. And um obviously Greg Penn, solid, Omar Spates, tackle the machine, and then uh West and Whit Weeks are gonna be solid as well. So uh I think I'm a little bit more confident. We've also heard there's been a little bit of some concern from the pass rush from the defensive line. So when it comes to this, this this could very well be your best unit on on yeah. on the defense. I'm with you. I, I'm with you uh, on it. I think we have talent and, and a lot of depth on the D-line, but in terms of just it causing absolute chaos for the offense, I, I think you're going to see most of that coming uh, from the uh, the linebacker room with Omar and obviously Harold. We, we know what he can do. I had to grab this because um, we have some comments in here, Okay. Uh, Kevin Ray, I hope we're still in here, Kevin Ray. <clears throat> Kevin Ray said, man, one quick question. Do you guys remember Chris Jackson at LSU? I know you mean, y'all are kind of uh, young. Muhammad, <clears throat> sir? You mean Muhammad yeah. Abdul Roth? Abdul Here's <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jackson at LSU. Um, I do not remember Chris Jackson very well not at playing. LSU. No. Um, I mean, obviously he played in the time with Shaq. Um I very, very vaguely, vaguely remember Chris Jackson playing at LSU wow. and Shaq. That was – I mean, we were really young. The earliest really- I remember, like, LSU basketball is, like, Keith Hornsby, Johnny O'Brien. See, I got really, really into LSU basketball because, you know, I was more into basketball than you were as a kid. Yeah. And um, I got really into LSU basketball when it was, like, Marcus Thornton, Brandon Bass, Big Baby yeah, Davis. Yeah, I do remember Marcus Thornton. <clears throat> yeah. So like those those were the guys that I North Carolina remember. that was like I, I watched those guys. I remember yeah. going to the Elite Eight and losing to North Carolina with that team. Um so or maybe it was a sweet sixteen, one of the two. I think that was 05, 06, somewhere in there. So I vaguely remember Chris Jackson. Um, because that obviously was before their time. But speaking of Chris Jackson, uh Kevin Ray, I have a Chris Jackson How about that? sports card. And not only do I have a Chris Jackson sports card, but I have uh, his signature as well. Now, what's cool about this signature, so dad gave me this uh, signature. 
And uh, what's cool about this signature is that it was signed here in Memphis. Uh, so Chris Jackson, I don't remember why he was staying in uh, here in Memphis. I'm not sure if it was something to do with LSU, like, and he was here on LS with LSU for sports related thing, or if it was something like he was just here personally. Um, but this this piece of paper uh, was at the Marriott in Memphis and a lady um, that dad knows got uh, his signature on just a piece of paper that uh, was from the Marriott, like a, a Marriott. It was stamped by the Marriott, had the logo <laughs> and everything on it, uh, had the letterhead or whatever. And so she just like grabbed, grabbed it and was like, hey, can you sign this for me? And so Chris Jackson signed it. And so this was a Chris Jackson signed piece of paper it, uh, <laughs> here in Memphis. And so I had to get a Chris Jackson card to go with it. Pretty cool. Pretty um, cool. So, yeah, I didn't get to watch the heydays of Chris Jackson, but I do have a pretty cool, yeah, uh, pretty cool. Memorabilia, memorabilia of Chris Jackson that I will that I will treasure. I mean, look at that, man. Look, look at him. He's looking good. He's got the nickels on <laughs> Got the necklace on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking solid. Looking absolutely. Solid. Uh, so uh, pretty dope, by the way. Pretty dope. I, I, I was kind of. Also, I don't know if y'all can see it. Hold on. I, I love my LSU memorabilia. Hold on. Let me see. Can I? Can I do it? Okay. Let me see if I can. Okay. If y'all look in the crevice of my uh, of my chair. Yeah, definitely. You see one, <laughs> two, three. Okay, those are the three championship rings from the 2019 season. The actual, like, they're the actual ring, not not like they were not somebody's ring, but that is the actual ring. It's not a replica, like it's the it's an actual championship ring. Uh, I spent a good amount of money to get those here, <laughs> so uh, uh, they're not like Joe that. Burrow's rings or Jordan Jefferson's rings or anything like that. But they are the actual ring championship yeah. rings. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're in a little That's display box right there and right there. I got, I got all kinds of stuff, man, that I've acquired. I've got a Dale Brown sound signed basketball, um, right there. I have the, a Reveille after, uh, I think when else you made the championship or going to the championship. And then of course, uh, over here I have, uh, the powerhouse, uh, magazine that was released for this LSU yeah. baseball season. So uh, I've got the Sports Illustrated, uh, the Goat, Joe Burrow. That one's framed inside there. So uh, I got all kinds of cool stuff, man. I got all kinds Very of nice. cool stuff. I Very love nice. my LSU memorabilia. I hope to build it some more. Um, but so yes, Kevin Ray didn't get to watch him live, but have some sports memory of him. Good deal. Good deal. Obviously, some awesome stuff there. I have all I have is a replica. Of the ring, I, I don't even know if it is a replica, uh, a perfect replica. I don't know, but I have a replica of those championship rings. So, he pretty said awesome. if I had any chance to meet any athlete today, it'd be Chris Jackson. That's pretty cool. Wow, wow. pretty cool. Very nice, very nice. All right, we got right. right. So we we, we yeah, ran over we a little bit. So let's hit a quick break, and we'll come back, and we will wrap it up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports.
If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm, good stuff, Reagan. That Them ribs are good. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a great show. Appreciate Luke Holman joining in and uh, doing a great interview there, giving us some insight on his decision to come to LSU. Uh, obviously, fall camp continues on. We'll continue to uh, check up on some of those injury updates, and obviously we'll continue to update you on, on the progress of things um, as we have here today. Looking forward to uh, the next preview. We'll be covering the secondary the next time uh, we have a show, so be looking out for that. Um, and we appreciate all your input on everything. And uh, I know some of y'all asked Luke some questions. We appreciate it. Love you guys. And uh, sure. we appreciate all the continued support. All right, guys. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that, who that, five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.